So Kevin Frankish, um, what can I say? You're a loved, loved man across the country of Canada and especially in the city of Toronto. Um, you were the host 27 years of, the can of Canada's number one morning show. Uh, welcome and thanks for coming on the show. No problem. Thanks for having me have my coffee with you this morning. I don't, you know, there's so many things I want to talk to you about. Uh, you know, I, I don't even know where to start. So I'm just going to kind of dive right in and, um, you know, get at what kind of interests me, you know, when and, and why did you decide you wanted to get, or you were going to be on TV? Decide when I wanted to be on TV. It was, mm -hmm. it was, I was, uh, I guess 14 years old going to Scholar Hall in North Bay and they had a cable show. The high school had a, uh, a cable TV show. So I just, you know, kind of thought, okay, let's, let's go. It's good for a giggle. Uh, and, uh, I love like a meet and it was at a cable station in North Bay cable 12. They were still black and white. <laughs> and, uh, I just decided right there and then that I want to do everything that there is to do with TV. So I just never went home. And can you sort of describe uh, when you had first come down to Toronto and started working at City TV? Like, what was what was the city like? What was your impression of Toronto at the time? Well, I sort of had to go like you know in in stages. So I started in Barrie when it was CKBR, and um, you know you're just close enough to Toronto to really want to be there. So it took me like nine years, almost ten years, to get there from CKVR and Barry. And um, I worked the midnight shift. So I started at midnight and finished at 9 a.m., which was hell. <laughs> so I would never, never recommend it to anybody. But, you know, you have to, it, you, you pay your dues in this business, as you know. You know, you do the little stuff like that or you do the bad shifts and, and hopefully one day you get something decent. And that's what happened. And what was Toronto like? Like when you started in Toronto, was that uh, early 90s when you, were, when you started down there or mid 90s? Uh, there was no pavement on the roads. Uh, we had no indoor plumbing. And <laughs> <laughs> that was your after, Dave? Is that what you're after? No, the music was really good. <laughs> I, I love the early 90s. No, I mean, the city of Toronto as compared to now. Like, I mean, was it any different? Is the culture different? Was the television culture different then? The television culture was definitely different. Um, there were, I mean, there were distinct TV stations. Like, you knew when you were watching, you know, CTV was called CFTO then. And uh, and um, you knew when you were watching them and you knew when you were watching City TV. You know, it, 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 City was kind of, uh, at the time, was just a brilliant place. I mean, it was it was an idea factory and it was um, it was kind of a feeling you might get walking into, say, Google headquarters today when you walked into city tv it was it was like a big party all the time and what you know what made it different like i i used to always i and i really didn't realize it at the time when i worked there but what made it different about the way they produce stuff i mean you know as far as the news style and the camera shots and stuff it was it was different right it was very different and it was almost as though they were in it for the art and not so much for the money you know what I mean? And and it was just, I mean, Moses Neimer, uh, you know, incredible. You got to talk to him. You, you, you got to interview him. He just, he wasn't a big money person at all. He was just, he had ideas and, and he would just spout these ideas off and, and we'd have to make them work. But um, it was more about, about the art at the time. And yeah, you can say TV is an art. 
Yeah, and I mean, I know this, you know, not just from uh, being your floor director for, for six years. Um, I always remember being just amazed by the amount of different gadgets and things you were doing at the same time. You know, I remember you were checking the traffic, you were taking direction in your ear, you were putting up with whatever I was doing behind the camera. <laughs> air guitar, it was usually air guitar behind the camera. <laughs> so, you know, you know, it always blows my mind, you know, at the time, I feel like you and that show were a little bit ahead of the time as far as almost reality, more style television, more real, right? I remember we got, I got in trouble for reading emails on the air. Like, I remember the news director at the, at the time, and uh, we don't read emails. What are you doing reading emails on the air? And that, you know, and that was when emails were just getting started, right? Right, right. Um, and so, I mean, we were doing social media on the air before anyone else did, but it was kind of like you kind of had it the nice thing there was you could do stupid things or you could do experimental things yeah it might get in trouble here and there but for the most part it was just you know it it was a, an incubator right and you know like, like honestly there's not too many people in canada or even in the world for that matter that can say they hosted a network show for 27 years so you know i, I gotta ask you honestly um you know who was your favorite floor director there the whole time Wow. Uh, we never really had any good floor directors. Um, mm. uh, <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> no, seriously, though. No. Seriously, I've you're, seen... You're, no, you were you were definitely one of the most <laughs> memorable floor directors. Yeah, I, well, keep saying, I keep saying you the, the air guitar in, in the camera. <laughs> yeah, well, there's still, I still have the guitars. They're still there. <laughs> but no, seriously, I've seen... I've, it was fun, though, wasn't it, Dave? It was... Oh, my gosh. Like, it you was know, a special time. I, it really was, you know, I, I'm not sure I realized at the time, you know, no. I, I've seen how much your fans love you. Like I've seen it firsthand, you know, I've seen the crazy hours that, that you've worked. Um, and, you know, yeah, I want to get back to that. It was a special time, but I also want to ask you, like, what do you think really made you that right person at the right time to be so successful in that role? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't. I think the thing is, is you, you've always got to do something different than someone else. I mean, if you're going to do the same thing as everyone else and be the same kind of anchor and the same kind of reporter, they can replace you like that, right? But if you carve your own niche out, you know, you become irreplaceable. That's right. Yeah. And going back to where you said it was fun, um, it was. I mean, it was It was actually absolutely incredible working there. And I, think, and I think I realized that kind of years later, sort of, it was my first job right out of college. Um, and I, you know... I think just thinking back to it, you know, you were basically my first mentor in the business, you know, and there's, it's really dawned on me when I think back of all the stuff since I've started producing and doing media, the amount of stuff I actually absorbed from you, watching you flap your gums for three hours every morning for six years is pretty astonishing. Like, I, I think I took it a lot, you know, and I'm sure there's countless others that could say the same thing. You know. So many people went through that place. So many people, you know, and it was always, you know, it was it was fun. It was a job. But, you know, we were family and friends. And, and you're still like, like, even to this day, people still talk about Dave Ward. So, you know, <laughs> you are a member of the family. You just yeah. moved somewhere else. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this, Kevin, but um, my second day out of college in the business was 9-11. I don't remember that. Uh, that remember. was my yeah. second day, and I just remember being like, "Holy!" And and then you were like, "Yeah, yeah. just sit over there for a minute," you <laughs> know. And 
Would you say that was the biggest news day in your in your news career? Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, you would have to say so. That uh, I guess you uh, can't compare these things. But do you remember that day, that week? Most definitely, most definitely, because yeah. we didn't know what was going on. In fact, we broke the news before CNN did, which was um, was amazing. We, I just happened to look up at one of the satellite feeds, and I saw smoke coming out of the World Trade Center. At that point, at, still didn't know anything that was going on, and uh, so we just we just went on the air. You know, and that's that was the that's the thing that we really instituted on breakfast television was try to get through all the filters. So you don't know what's going on, but you do know smoke is coming out of the World Trade Center. So let's just start with that. Right. And, and 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 if there's nothing else we can say, then there's nothing else we can say. At least we try and get the word out there. And and word started filtering in. Now we we operate in a shoestring budget, so we didn't have access to reporters, and we had a CNN feed, and that was it. So we we couldn't switch between feeds and, and you know and and we had a limited writing staff so we really flew by the seat of our pants yeah but uh, you know and that but that was that was our newsroom then that was our that was tv then where we just sort of like what you saw was the process yeah it wasn't a matter of behind the scenes okay let's do this let's research this let's look into that let's look into this and then let's go to air it was we're on the air folks i'm not sure what's going on just like you but we're going to find out together and yeah there's no there was no hiding anything. It, it, what you see is what you get. I think, you know, in many ways, you know, people kind of almost expect that now in this online digital world. People almost expect, you know, I, it to be less things to be less scripted, I suppose. Sometimes video I, content does better, you know. Yeah. And, and, and the funny thing is, is that if you want breaking news these days, you don't go to TV anymore. You, you go to social media. Yeah. So, or you know, I don't even go to the web anymore. I go right to right to social media because it's it's someone sitting in front of the World Trade Center, you know, typing away, and I'm getting real time. Whereas if you go to the web and look up some news, it could be a couple of hours old. Yeah. Do you think the only thing you careful? The only thing you have to be careful with is is what they're saying factual. Right. Yeah. I guess we all know that's been a bit of an issue over the last few years or decade or so, shall we say. Um, what do you say to, to younger people? I'm sure you get asked all the time about people getting into the biz. People want to be on the air. I mean, what do you say? Is, is it easier now? Is it tough? What do you? What advice? I think it's much easier now. It, it, it is. It may not seem like that for someone, especially trying to get started. But it's much easier now because you can do, it, you can do so much yourself. Like it was unheard of 30 years ago to have your own, you know, camera, Skype or whatever, uh, and broadcast to more than one person. Uh, you had to have a professional TV camera. You had to have lights. You had to have microphones. Um, there's no way you could do it on, on, a, on a computer. Uh, you, you couldn't edit your own stuff. You couldn't go shoot your own stuff and edit it without, you know, expensive equipment. So the opportunity is there now more. It's just there's, I mean, what do you do, right? What, what, what's next? How do you, how do you deal with all the channels? I mean, that's really it. There's, there's so many channels now that it's yeah. easy to, to use them, but the distribution is actually quite a challenge. That's the problem, right? You, we used to do broadcasting. Now we're doing narrow casting. So you've got to decide who your audience is and how you can best serve them. And you know, it comes right down to it too. The bottom line is, can I make money off that? I mean, if you're doing it, if you're doing it for a living. All right. So this is the Kevin Frankish top ten. <laughs>
All right. On Talk to Me with Dave Ward. All right, number 10, favorite Canadian band of all time. Favorite Canadian band of all time. Uh, you don't want me to say Nickelback. Uh, <laughs> um, you know what? Stampeders. Nice. Favorite TV show when you were a kid? Favorite TV show? Um, Rat Patrol. Favorite kind of junk food? Uh, plain potato chips, sour cream mixed with Lipton's onion cup of soup. Wow. Lipton a cup of soup. Oh my God. The Lipton's onion cup of soup mixed with sour cream is better than any chip dip in the world. Okay. I'm going to, I believe you. I'm going to try it. Uh, coolest city you've ever visited? Coolest city I've ever visited. Um, coolest city I've ever visited. I'm going to go with Pisa. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of random, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee. Biggest pet peeve? Biggest pet peeve. People who drive in the left lane and are going slow. <laughs> uh, favorite electronic gadget? Favorite electronic gadget has to be, I mean, come on. The iPhone. Come on. Yeah, I guess that's easy, right? You need nothing else. <laughs> Live or taped? Live. Can't stand taped. Can't stand editing. Can't stand waiting. Scripted or ad lib? Ad lib. Same thing. Suspenders or belt? Oh, belt now. Suspenders. <laughs> I've archived them. <laughs> I hung the suspenders in the rafters. Are they in a frame? You got them framed? You should frame them. I should, shouldn't I? Well, I have a friend who has these leather pants he used to always wear because he thought he was Jim Morrison. But when he got married, oh, my other friend framed the pants and raised them up on the rafter. <laughs> it's awesome. Listen, Kevin Frankish, thank you so much for joining me on the show. It's been a pleasure to see you again, my friend. All right. And, and hopefully we'll see each other again soon. Yes, sir.